This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Zipcar, the world's largest car sharing network. And if you go to joinzipcar.com thumbs, you will get $25 of free driving credit. That is joinzipcar.com thumbs. Cool. I've just got my meme notebook, yeah, my good. meme compendium here. My journal of memetics. Let me consult. Let me consult my meme guide. See what tasty memes we're going to serve up on this week's Important If True. Oh, you mean the advertisements? Capitalism! <laughs> Just learning about it. <laughs> That's what we've been doing. <laughs> what are we opening with? Memes! No. Oh, no. Can't open with memes, Jake. It's April 20th, 2017. Whoa! Whoa! And this is Important If True. From Idle Thumbs, I am Chris Remo. I'm Nick Reckon. I'm Jake Rodkin. I can't believe that you guys did that. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> what did you expect, Jake? To, to blaze no it. self-restraint. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake, starting off with high-energy high podcast memes. content. <laughs> Man, well, whenever people talk about memes now, I do actually think of Who Framed Roger Rabbit and like Eddie Valiant, the detective in that, who's just always just morbidly depressed by the notion of cartoons and just says... <laughs> God, I always think of him just saying memes. memes. Like, God, if if, if Who Framed Roger Rabbit if sequel that existed happened, now, oh my God! Yeah, Bob Hoskins yeah. isn't alive to say the word memes or to know about memes. Yeah. So, like, he yeah. was spared yeah. having to go memes yeah, as like memes. a fucking toaster riding cat like flew God, by or whatever. Just wait until the emoji movie comes out. Oh my God! That would be the that would be oh the. Oh my God! The what if that's fertile... about a hard boiled detective who gets drawn into a world of of memes? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what the next... Wait, that's actually what the next... Um, Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph is about. Is it? Yeah. Yes. He's, really? He's it's about internet. internet and memes. Oh, no. Isn't it? Yeah, it looks terrible. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. It's a nightmare. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Hopefully, this is like a bad, like, 300 times compressed JPEG of Bob Hoskins as the detective <laughs> from Who Framed Roger Rabbit shows up and just has the word memes written in impact <laughs> in an exasperated way. Because Disney owns the rights to that image. So they can to, put, to memes. To memes. I mean, they probably do Disney. at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What they actually own, I'm sure, is an executive mandate to create X number of new memes per month oh, for some disgusting Oh, yeah, on like Disney. OMG Disney or whatever that thing is. Yep. Yeah. God, I'm sure yeah. you're right. Oh, yeah. God, there's got to be whole divisions now of entertainment Meme companies yeah. oh, this that have people employed to create memes. Yeah, I know. Uh, got to seed those memes. I have a friend who works uh, doing social media management for a large museum, and a thing that that she was told is not only do they care about how many likes they get on Facebook, but they are especially tracking how many wow faces they are getting because oh, that shows man. improved Jesus. engagement. Yeah, you so, have to like hover over the thing. And, yeah, so like if you're, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're a Disney uh, meme man, you definitely have a Disney memester. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're a she, WD is she, memester. Is she a museum memester? A museum meme. I'm a museum a museumer. Oh my god. Yes. But yeah, I can't just imagine the sort of like office space esque environment with a huge, beautifully rendered banner <laughs> by like an old Disney animator, but it's just like gotta have those wows with like a little like stupid squinty eyed smiley face mm-hmm. um, and you're just like triple compressing Bob Hoskins' face going oh I hope this <laughs> trying to make that rooster happy trying to make what, <laughs> what? <laughs> the rooster we 
we we got that email. Uh, oh, we Chris, I'm trying to throw that. you. A, oh, we didn't prepare that. No. Oh, you seemed fuck. Very unenthusiastic. About oh the shit! I thought you prepared that. No. Oh god, I fucked it all up. Well, because we're talking about like reaction to social media. Hold on, I can find. The oh roster. god, damn it! Oh fuck! Sorry, <laughs> it, I ruined it's okay. it. We could save this because that was a good segue. Whatever yeah. the fuck that was. So this was an email we got from Samuel Arenbro. Who says, uh, hey, Thumbs, in January 2016, a major scandal erupted in Sweden when it was revealed that one of the largest labor unions in Sweden, Communal, had wasted money on wild parties and alcohol for members of its board of directors. Several people responsible left the union. They lost 14,000 members. Trust for the union was at an all-time low. They decided they had to do something to regain the trust of their members. So they hired an advertising agency called Ruth in Stockholm. And after lots of meetings, uh, the campaign lost, launched in February 2017, Say Hello to the Robot Rooster. <laughs> and then there's just a picture of just like a sort of like yeah. stern-looking guy <laughs> holding a, a plastic man with a rooster. rooster. It looks like yeah. a rooster toy. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a rejected mystery science theater robot yeah, yeah exactly a tiny little lcd yeah. screen on it and a little speaker so the email continues why would you use a rooster one might ask well after the scandal they had to start listening to their members again they had to quote wake up and what's the best way to wake up the sound of a rooster in the morning and why a robot well we are living in the future we could not use a normal boring rooster uh, so the purpose of the rooster is to scan social media listen in on the members of communal what they are saying and feeling about the union and the rooster's mood and temper <laughs> will then be affected <laughs> the what what so good. Yeah. <laughs> if the members are angry the rooster will be angry as well you can also give direct <laughs> feedback on the rooster's official website why don't you go to your union? <laughs> the rooster will give this feedback directly to the president of the union, Tobias Bodden. Oh, he's the guy pictured above. Yeah. Since he has to carry the robot rooster around wherever he goes. Oh, yeah. This is the so best part. So he hates that rooster. <laughs> and he carries the rooster around everywhere he goes on meetings and at lunches <laughs> and whatever. It's ironic. Thanks for a great podcast. Regards, Samuel. Oh, no. <laughs> There's so much in there. I mean, first, it's just the image of this guy walking around an office trying to please this rooster <laughs> indirectly <laughs> which he you know which he can't it's do all coming from like the right. internet it's like right. feedback like the, from social media the internet what i mean like surely. the boss is just walking around the office like oh why is he in such a bad mood oh it's rooster oh, it's it's rooster is having a bad day there's no way this rooster is ever happy Right, what oh, are the yeah. chances yeah, that someone, no way. Yeah. what are the chances that some like union member they're like working their union job, whatever? <laughs> like I what love my job. Yeah, today. what are the chances when they're having a good day they're gonna be like, I better tell that rooster. Zero <laughs> percent. Zero chance. Yeah. There's just like a constant clock wiping montage of this guy being berated <laughs> by that rooster, and then when the montage ends, it's like that guy wakes up one day and it's because the rooster didn't crow and he looks over and it just has like little like up moon happy eyes and that guy just <laughs> cries for like two days yeah, yeah yes actually he doesn't he he like reaches out tentatively with tears in his eyes and then the rooster's just eyes goes, you piece of shit you, <laughs> i hate my job <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. and then yeah he just roll like rolls back into bed and puts a pillow over the yeah. rooster's face to try and his smother life, it. right he essentially lives a real world version of Groundhog Day, yeah, in which he actually each day is just a new day. Right. But it all starts the same way <laughs> with the, the, the fuck <laughs> you, oh <laughs> piece of shit, oh, ah, ah. oh god. 
God, what a disaster. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really... What a disaster. It's incredible yeah. that this was seen as the answer to, like, systemic you... sort of waste and corruption it seems in like an he organization. Could, he could also then weaponize that in a way that is oh, a yeah. disaster. Oh, yeah, well, you could sitting, hack that. You're, well, no, just you're sitting in a meeting with that boss. People are talking about anything, and he just set the fucking rooster down <laughs> and just... Like it speaks for itself that anything they say is inconsequential <laughs> and garbage because this rooster rules supreme and is dissatisfied with everything. So he could basically step up over this rooster and just use it as a thing to just crush any and all hopes where people are like, I think we're finally making having some forward momentum here with my idea that you, the boss, hate. And then he's like, That's uh <laughs> everything's a piece of shit. Fuck you. I'm like, oh well. It's true. I guess there's no change. Uh, there's no way to improve or fix my job. That oh, shitty man. rooster said so. The website appears to have a meter of the rooster's current status. You will be shocked to learn it is way in the red. Oh, no. Oh, really? The rooster's oh. pissed. Oh. Minimum mood. <laughs> God. It, look, you know what's crazy also? It's a, it's a rooster with eyes and a beak and everything, but its emotions are expressed in the style of Gertie from the movie Moon, right. where it has yeah. a tiny little a little screen in the middle of it that has l- a little emoticon that just changes to <laughs> The like, rooster also always looks pissed by yeah, default. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the yeah, actual yeah, rooster, they sculpted it with <laughs> angry eyes. <laughs> with like stern, they glowing knew. eyes. They knew. <laughs> they did know. I mean, the way that the union could fix this is to give everyone a rooster. Oh my God. If they all had That's to walk true. around, that would be so much worse. I know. If, you could all, if, if all of the, the bad feedback you provided to your union leader was you had to walk around listening to also everyone else's, can you, oh my Jesus. God. Well, the, the, I mean, the non-union version of this is actually where corporations make every employee wear a Fitbit so they can manage everyone's fitness, and then that controls your insurance premium and stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. But if, imagine if that thing also was like, fuck, I hate my job all the time. <laughs> Jesus. The union couldn't get the, the, the that company, that corporation's uh, major union couldn't get the leaders to wear it, but they somehow were hoodwinked into conceding to make all employees wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Your Fitbit now has a rooster attached to it the size of your head. <laughs> God, no wonder the this guy... So the picture, I was just like, oh, there's some guy holding the thing. But it's the actual guy who... No, this is like your house no arrest bracelet. Looks miserable. He yeah. looks miserable oh, yeah. in, this, in this photograph. Yeah. And this is like an official... Like, publicity photo that they have on their website that's because as he was holding that for the picture it was probably cussing him out in swedish (laughs) (laughs) it does have a little speaker on it Yeah, it's just reading his tweets oh i'm glad you remembered about this nick i I completely did not yeah no it's very good yeah and bad (laughs) but yeah it's true though that this rooster will also then be planted in all major institutions with social media engagement and like every floor of disney marketing they're like gotta get those swedish roosters in here I hope that <laughs> they eat right. likes. Right. They crave them. <laughs> Surely this thing does not have a 100% success record for like correctly identifying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Like, how is tweets. it? How is it doing this? Yeah. Can you manipulate it? You know, like is it is it just following certain people? Yeah. Is there like a, is there a rooster whitelist or yeah. is it just like uh, is it just following like a, yeah, like right. a free hashtag? For all. Maybe when you join the union, you're required to authenticate your Twitter account <laughs> with the rooster. <laughs> This then notice. Please give all of your contact information to the rooster. I, yeah, the, the Twitter. Please, uh, we need your social security number for the rooster. I love the idea that maybe like somehow the union worked out a thing with Twitter specifically. So it says, Twitter will your tweets will be 
one bullet point sent to your union's morality rooster and then it's like <laughs> it cannot post on your behalf access your friends list or email it will tweet your tweets out of the mouth of a robot rooster to your union boss like that would actually totally incentivize authenticating your twitter account for that where it's just, that's yeah. true it yeah. will make a rooster yell at your boss for you okay fine i'll i'll give my uh, a sliver of my you know per- human existence away for that Hopefully they got whatever the Swedish version of Gilbert Gottfried is to to be like the Siri of that rooster. <laughs> okay, no, we figured it out. What? We were, who is the buddy cop to that knife stabbing robot last week? The answer is oh, no, man, the rooster. The Gilbert U- Union rooster, Union rooster <laughs> as rooster. voiced by Gilbert Gottfried or yeah. Joe Pesci. Well, yeah. yeah. Or it's internal affairs. <laughs> yeah, somebody, I feel like it's a. Oh, yeah. this is definitely an internal affairs rooster. Yeah, we're like, oh, right? it's actual yeah. job. That is stabbing robot that we brought onto the force uh, in the last movie yeah. worked so well that now it is time for the, the for the sequel in which <laughs> Joe Pesci and that robot are right. brought in by this Gilbert Gottfried internal affairs bird, or yeah. they then which they then corrupt to take down right. you know a corrupt union yeah it's got sort of like shades of LA Confidential and also shades of uh, a screaming Twitter rooster <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to this podcast so this is a follow up episode to some degree <laughs> <Is> <laughs> right it? I, I guess it is maybe it's not I don't know so I realized that uh, the other day that one of my favorite things in life is to listen to other people's conversations <laughs> okay. in like in Swedish with a screaming rooster. yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and receive feedback <laughs> via some robotic yeah. animal sure um, but uh, uh, usually the, the, you know usually it's just some goofy offhanded thing that you overhear but I had the most amazing version of this mm-hmm. where I thought I was listening to somebody plotting a murder oh my god okay. uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I was sitting on my couch. Well, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I heard stick, someone stay nearby. with me. I don't know stay what that was, but I heard someone <laughs> plotting a murder. <laughs> anyway, I decided maybe I should leave my own home. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> So I was sitting on my couch okay. at like 2 a.m. God, you burned uh, the lead on that one. Yeah, the, no, the, very good. The night before um, St. Patrick's Day. And uh, it was, I was thinking I was just playing a video game like Zelda or something. And I, I, I heard this noise and it sounded like um, like a little like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Okay. And, I, and I, I was, you know. I was a little alarmed. I hate my job. Wake up. Fuck you. Uh, so I looked out the window to make sure that nobody was being killed. Yeah, sure. And I couldn't I couldn't see anything. I, I looked So everywhere. no one was. It sort of it sort of went away. Yeah. And uh and I just <laughs> like murdered the screams <laughs> of a murdered tend to do. Like a dead person does. Yeah. Something happened and the screaming stopped. Yeah. So anyway. it was over either way. Okay. I, I went back I went to sleep. Um and then uh, the next night, it was St. Patrick's Day, and I didn't do anything crazy, so I was just up doing the exact same thing, playing playing a game or something. And um, my girlfriend Janelle had gone to bed, and I was sitting there, and I heard the same noise, like, ah, ah. and this time I looked wow. out the window, yeah, and I saw somebody, our, our street was being refinished, and there was this huge machine in front of the house, uh-huh. and somebody was just sort of like climbing it. And I was like, all right, well, this person's just had too much to drink. Surely sure, this is yeah. just a drunk St. Patrick's Day guy. Yeah. He walks over sort of to the right of our place and starts banging on our front door. 
And at this point, I'm like, all right, this is this this is getting out of hand. I don't I don't really know what to do now. And then somebody else comes out and starts talking to him. And I'm I, and then I just sit down. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's a friend of somebody on this block. Whatever, they're having a party or something. I got okay. too drunk, so I'm watching TV. They start. This guy just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. I can't handle it. I'm not. I can't do it anymore. I'm. Lo- I'm I, I swear to God, I just. I'm not as strong as you, Andy. I'm not as strong as you. And wow. th- this guy, presumably Andy, is like, dude, dude, chill out. It's fine. Like, it's going to be okay. You'll get through this. You are stronger than that, man. He's like trying to pump him up. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so. It was so loud. I literally couldn't listen. To what I was watching on so TV. So these are the people who were moments earlier climbing around on paving equipment. Yes, the, okay. the, the extremely drunk man had had been. Which one was doing the, the, Which one was that? I don't know his name. I never no, got I his name. No, but okay, so, Andy is so his was, friend. Okay. The extremely Andy, drunk man is. So the drunk man is the one who can't handle. He, he was yeah. the voice, the yeah. the, the sound yeah, that okay. I was hearing. Yeah. At that point, I was like, all right, well, I've deduced that he was the crazy sound guy. I've solved the case. No murders have occurred. I'm fine. I'll sure. just kind of sit here and try. But I couldn't focus on what I was doing because they were just screaming. Like, every house on our block must have been listening to the same conversation. It was so loud. So anyway, so they're, this guy's like, oh, I, I just, I can't do it. I, 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 I think I'm going to kill him. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. And then the guy's like, Andy, Andy, no, Andy, you can't. What are you talking about, Andy? He was like, no, I can't. I'm going to do it. Man, oh, I can't handle it. And the guy was like, "Andy, Andy, you can't, you can't sit, settle down, Andy." And the guy was like, "Oh, I just, I, you never wanted to kill anybody." And the guy was like, "I mean, kind of, but not the way you're saying it. Like, please, Andy." <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Andy, think about what your mom would think right now." And he was like, "I love my mom." <laughs> just like what the screaming hell? at the top of his lungs, you like I love having, my like, mom. A nervous breakdown. I didn't know what was going on, and and then he started saying things that made me feel bad for him, like. They they called me names and like oh and I was like oh man this guy's going through like a whole life thing like man. I thought I was just my mind was racing like maybe you know just oh this guy I I was like oh this is like really like heart wrenching yeah and he was like Andy Andy it's it's gonna be okay just sit down and just think about what your mom would think about about this murder stuff like you got it you got to get your shit together and the guy was like oh. I know, and, and then Janelle came out, and she was like, "What the hell is going on?" And I was like, "Oh, this is this is get, this is crazy. You got to listen to this one. This is this is a nuts. Like, I I don't know what's happening, but this guy's going through a thing, and you can't sleep because it's too loud." And finally, the guy, uh, he's like, "Oh man, I got, I just I think we should go back there." And the guy was like, "No, Andy, we can't." And he's like, "But come on, like." You've, I mean, this has never happened to me before, and uh, they're, they really, and the guy was like, Andy, Andy, trust me, I've been kicked out of a club before. <laughs> and the guy was like, but they took my bottle! <laughs> what? God damn it. <laughs> they took my bottle! The guy was like, Andy, 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 I got kicked out of a club. You don't think I got kicked out of a club? Like, last month I got kicked out of a club, and I was like, oh, for fuck's Jesus sake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I wanted to, like, open the window and just be like, fuck, fuck you. you! Like, <laughs> two out of five stars, you assholes, bad ending, good, good, good first two acts, but the third act needs some work. Go to hell. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. That was the tensest shit. I, yeah, I know. I was so worried that story was just going to peter off and just be ambiguously I, horrible. Yeah, I thought actual <laughs> tragedy was going to be revealed. No. no. I mean, yeah, in, in a sense. <laughs> oh, my. oh, and then they just had a big fight. Then they started punching each other. Like, what? literally. 
and then the and then the that's the, like the post credit scene. Yeah, basically, it was like the credits had rolled, and then just like cut to like Fight Club, and then the one guy who was super drunk ran off down the end of the street, and then the and the other guy chased him, saying like, "Andy, come back, come back." And then that's the actually that's how it actually ended. Wow, <laughs> it was fucking weird. To be continued. Yeah. <sighs> When they just go try to go to a club and then someone goes, <laughs> you're under arrest. And that's the end of that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really very, very special. Are there a lot of clubs in your neighborhood? No. I wouldn't no, think so. No, they must have. That guy walked yeah. all the way to that other guy's house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they walked. It's like weird that he might have been there the night before the also then. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He was not Every having a good nights, life. He gets thrown out of a club and then yeah. climbs around on construction equipment and gets sad and mad. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Anyway. God, that was intense. I was really Sorry. worried for him. No, it's good. No, I was too. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, one. Do I have to like report to the police that somebody's plotting a murder? Yeah. And how do I even like what do I do? Like it was it was a whole roller coaster of just not understanding how to deal with it. You should have <laughs> Yeah, you should have uh just like hooked up a uh, a microphone out the window and fed it directly into the rooster <laughs> website. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy in Sweden, this he in English, here's, oh I'm going to kill him. He's like, what? 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 <laughs> I think, why is my rooster telling me I'm going to be murdered? <laughs> One of my union members wants to murder me. <laughs> no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, no, I'm going to kill him. Oh, God. Yeah, and then eventually he's just like, what the fuck? And he tries to throw the rooster out the window and then realizes that it's actually like connected to his wrist with a handcuff. Yeah. I imagine that's the case that that guy can't oh, yeah. that rooster. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I hope if, he he, to- if he tries to walk out of the room that the rooster's in, the rooster just goes, ah! <laughs> and just keeps screaming until he gets back in range. <laughs> it says, I'm going to kill you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bomb! Bomb activated! Five, four, three. Oh, okay, okay. okay, okay. No, 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 that's uh, fine. Yeah. What I meant to say is I've never been thrown out of a club before. I took my beer. <laughs> It's, it's, the worst, my bottle. it's the worst version of speed ever made. <laughs> I'm a bomb. <laughs> I'll complain at you until you leave me, until you get sick of me and leave me here, and then I'll explode. <laughs> I also occasionally recite drunken murder threats. <laughs> it's a much more boring speed that lasts for the entire rest of his life. It's, yeah. the, it's the Swedish TV speed. It's like like watching a train for like 20 hours or right, something. Yeah, it's right, just right, a guy yeah, containing yeah, yeah. A, holding a complaining hold rooster it. that also occasionally <laughs> says, I might explode. <laughs> or he just thinks that it will. Like that's the existential version right. where he holds right. the rooster tight to him at all times because he is surmised right. that yeah. it might do something bad if he leaves it behind. Yeah, and right. it's just his inner dread. Yeah, while riding a train for twelve days. <laughs> I don't know if that was Sweden that had that TV show or not. Oh, yeah, I don't remember Norway. I think maybe yeah. I don't know. It was one of those. One of those. It was yeah. one of you. Nordic Scandinavian <laughs> nations. Yeah. We watched that actually. I watched one of those. I, I was on a ski trip like a month ago with some ex coworkers, and uh, we just had that on for most of it. God, that was a was a weird house where we stayed. We stayed in a like a you know rental like a VRBO just like mm-hmm. home rental, and it was it was a crazy place. It was like five stories, but the stories were like weird spy. It was like a very thin footprint. With just a bunch of different levels and like weird rooms everywhere and like two different spiral staircases, each one of which led into its, its own little weird so bedroom. It's kind of like treehouse construction style. Yeah, almost. it felt like it, it basically felt like a child had a ton of ideas for a house, <laughs> but then also had the budget to like hire a general contractor and actually make them all. 
it was just crazy. There was like a fountain. There was like a water feature in the living room. Sounds on cool. On top of a like a yeah, on top of a, a fireplace um, with water running down it, and like a massive water running down the fireplace. Water running down like an actual water <laughs> like rock, like just construction, like a waterfall made yeah. out of rocks, like huge okay. rocks. Yeah, that was like built on and around the fireplace. Huh. Stairways had multiple kinds of railings. Like on the same staircase, there was like a wrought iron one, and then a weird like wooden one wrapped with yarn. Like the <laughs> Sounds whole like you thing, stayed in quite the eccentric uh, yeah, domicile, Chris. Yeah, it was bizarre. <laughs> the, the yarn, I have to say, if you're going to make a banister, like a railing for your staircase, don't like tightly wrap it in yarn. Because running your hand down tightly coiled yarn is one of the grossest like you know it's gross because it it it's fibers like mm. it absorbs all of the moisture and everything from every hand going <laughs> down it and like it creates in your head this like sensation it's like You're a psychosomatic like, reaction disease. yeah mm. it's gross so like watch out don't in case you were <laughs> watch out for that yeah, yarn don't, railing don't do it uh, and that ends endorsements. We endorse not using yarn. Yeah, don't <laughs> use railing. your yarn railing. Uh, I didn't really have a, anything to say about that. I don't know why I brought it up. What it were we talking like a cool about? House. We were talking about uh, train videos and roosters and murder. Oh yeah, and we watched the train video in there. <laughs> oh, good, good story. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to take a break? Sure. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Why not? This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Zipcar. Zipcar is the biggest car sharing organization around. And if you go to joinzipcar.com slash thumbs, you can get $25 in free driving credit towards nice, that's cool. your Zipcar. Yeah. You can book a like reservation for anywhere from what, one hour to a long time. Essentially day, however long you want. Yeah, definitely <laughs> multiple days, as I know firsthand. Uh, and then you can just use that car and you can choose what kind of car you want from a little compact car to an SUV or whatever. And actually, we're by coincidence, I wasn't thinking about this at the time, but I actually got to that ski trip I was talking about in a zip car. We just, nice. yeah, my, my buddy Patrick just rented a zip car for <clears throat> like four days and it was actually super economical. Actually, I, I even when I did own a car, I had a Volkswagen hatchback. But if you like need to go to IKEA or go to like a construction supply place and get a bunch of stuff, it is so easy to just say I need a car slightly larger or more capable than yeah. than either my tiny shitty car or my non car and just like special case a vehicle for yourself. It's a it's a it's a good service for that sort of mm-hmm. thing too. So if you go to joinzipcar.com slash thumbs, you will get that $25 of free driving credit. Thanks, Zipcar. Oh, yeah. Don't mention it. This episode of Important If True is also brought to you by Quip. Quip makes and sends to you really nicely designed, very simple and straightforward electric toothbrushes, and they will hook you up with a every three monthly uh, brush head refill so you don't get that pooched gross uh, brush head that's all splayed out. Don't that splayed brush head. No, no mm, pooches. Uh-uh. Don't pooch your splayed brush head. Oh. And I guess. Uh, oh. 
If it sounds gross, that's because it is. Avoid <clears throat> that with this toothbrush seller. <laughs> if you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs, you will get $10 off your first refill. Uh, those refills include the brush heads. You can also get them with toothpaste, all the stuff. comes with a nice little booklet that like tells you all about how to brush your teeth, which sounds stupid. But I learned a bunch about what I was doing right and wrong in brushing my teeth that I never thought to think about before. <laughs> it looks, it's very small and not stupid looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, it's a very just like nicely designed sort of minimalist thing. It's very simple. It's got one button, uh, but that button includes this whole like timer that makes you brush your teeth for the correct amount of time. It's great. It screams <clears> at you <throat> if someone tweets bad things about you. <laughs> <laughs> your teeth are shit. If you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs, you will get... $10 off your first brush head refill. <laughs> the resonance of the Quip brush head actually fluctuates to create a sound wave that you hear through your teeth oh of someone God. yelling oh, at you. Geez. You're like, you fucking shithead. <laughs> like, no, Jesus. <laughs> Adjust to top left quadrant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> It amplifies the voices of drunk people outside of your apartment and puts them straight into your skull through your teeth. <laughs> also, your brushing regimen increases or improves. <clears throat> All right, are we back? Sure. Hey. Hey. I think we are. So, Patrick writes in with a question. He says, hey, Thumbs, I have a recurring fantasy where I wake up one day and I'm three years old again, but I have all the knowledge I currently have in my brain. Editorial note, I used to have I, I don't know why I haven't had this recently but I used to have this all as the a time. dream or as just, just a, as yeah it's like a it's like an as like a idle thought experiment like I used to think about this constantly like what if I could go back in time mm-hmm. relive my life but have internalized all the experiences and knowledge that I had I think a lot of people have that thought and it's because you age because you're yeah like, <laughs> wait a second this was all terrible I yeah. I fucked this all up well, yeah Shit. Uh-huh. yeah Anyway, uh, he says, the upsides are obvious. Redo everything. Make billions with advanced knowledge of the stock market. Prevent 9-11. Plagiarize songs that haven't been written yet. Become a world-renowned musical artist, etc. The world would be my oyster. The problem is, I'm currently in a relationship with a wonderful person who, in the second life, I'd have to track down all over again. In real life, I met them on OkCupid. We had some dates and fell in love. In the second life, I would essentially be Warren Buffett and Paul McCartney rolled up into one person, and you can't exactly meet cute when you are the world's most conspicuous billionaire. Every scenario I think up where I ask them out, I think I come across as a weird predatory creep. So now I need your help. How does a world-beloved industrialist slash rapper bump into a social worker from upstate New York and naturally fall in love without setting off all kinds of red flags? Love, Patrick. I like the idea that that Patrick here, like, instantly assumes that he would... Be a songwriter, like and, actually. Or, well, no, or, no. Or, like, even given this knowledge, it's like yeah. I mean, it's a get. Let's just get right out of the way. Clearly, I'd become like the most successful human oh, sure. to ever live. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, maybe. Or you would. But be you're like, already just yourself. So being yourself, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, you would be yes, a very smart three year old. You might, but you would probably also God, just go on TV might. as like a very smart three-year-old, and then you probably wouldn't learn anything oh, more. Oh, your life could be <laughs> well, ruined. Yeah, you'd be ruined. You would be like before a fucking you, weird guy. Before you had time. Like, yeah. Before you were able to actually have all the normal experiences that turn you into a normal person. Yeah. Albeit possibly a, a very intelligent, prescient one. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be ruined. You would just turn into Mozart. Your parents would be like, <laughs> what the f- what the fuck? Like, yeah. How, how does he... 
And then yeah, you they would get them on the talk show circuit right now. Yeah, 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 you are yeah. selling oh, yeah. no more tears shampoo, but like <laughs> sassily because it's probably the <laughs> mid nineties. Like so, your your life is done. You're so done. given that, how does he meet anybody? <laughs> you're, like, oh, you're that weird. You're that, you're that, that baby kid. <laughs> I loved that kid. I loved that. <laughs> I loved that smart oh, baby. That was you, oh. hilarious! Oh, that's adorable. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I, I mean, like as a meme. Oh, so the actual like, way as a uh, novelty. The actual way that is very likely. Uh, what was their job, the uh, Patrick? Social worker. Yeah. The way that this happens oh, is the natural way that it happens, which is you are a baby genius who goes through a horrible <laughs> child actor career. You crash and burn yeah. hard, oh, yeah. and then you are scooped up by this social worker, and, this- they're, and they're like, you know, I, you're, oh, you're that, you're that one person on TV. Wow. And then this is like, you know, what a hard life you've you've had. Yeah. yeah then yeah. you're rehabilitated and like fall in love with the nurse, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, but then you have to live the entire. You have to lie. Rest of your oh, life. Right, but then <laughs> fundamentally lying to the person yeah. you love. Well, most. They're like, how are you so smart? How did you know about all these things that were going to happen as a baby? Did you know about me? I love you. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he's right. Maybe there's no way that this doesn't just result in creepiness, other than just. Total openness. I mean, the way to do well, it. Well, you would have to. You would have to lie from the start, right? No. The way to do it is to just hide everything. Your entire life has to just be about denying this stuff while using it in sort of like calculated ways. You'd have to be an incredible insider trader. You would just. Like, you'd have to pick the one thing, the, thing, the one bet to place, so that no, there's no suspicion. Yes. That you're, if you had a yeah. pattern of repeatedly using this information, right. The SEC would just instantly knock oh, on yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would compose the song. I wish I knew. Uh, what I uh, know now or whatever. What's the fucking song? I wish then that I knew what I know now. And then that would completely cloud any suspicion because what, you would never compose sight? that song given Wait, that are you... are you suggesting that you need, to hi- you need to somehow mask... You need to somehow prevent people from just guessing this is true about you. Like, well, wait a second. I wonder if the guy who wrote that song about knowing what he knows now, maybe he does no, know. No, but what all I'm saying is no one now. would ever say ah, that. But such a man right. would, she would never say that. What if I was really worried that people thought I was a murderer? Then I would write a book called If I Did It <laughs> to throw them off the scent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right like so let's throw that out. But then. I think that the life lesson here probably is if the I'm going to write that song except I'm going to change the lyrics a little bit more <laughs> to I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm not a prescient super genius baby with my memory blasted back from a possible future. I mean, Do you oh, think- actually, here's a, here's an interesting thing. If you are a, if you have all of the knowledge that you have now, I mean, okay, I guess that what they're saying is, I, no matter what happens in the timeline of the future from this point, because I have one whole adult human who's existed through a culture's worth of knowledge, I could be famous. Mm. But I think that you might also end up in a crazy existential nightmare because either the world will diverge so far off from your memories because you're there with those that you just freak out, or worse. You don't change anything. You're not famous. John Lennon you just is still know famous. That like Trump's going to be president. Brexit's going to happen. Right, but like, but you're, you're super knowledge. What are you going to do about your it? Your super knowledge, yeah, is completely powerless to change anything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like if, I feel like this story would have to loop around itself a couple times, and the person's final reveal would have to be. This it, is very much in line with the forty-five brains telling. The world, what needs to happen yeah. to yeah. save the world, and people just do not give a shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, just be relatively honest about it, but be yourself and continue to do the things that you like in your life, and you'll probably meet them again and be happy. And then you could say, also, here's a weird thing about me. But I mean, you probably don't want to- that's still a knife's edge at the very end there. It's the closest well, thing you're going to get, as opposed to like, also, I wrote every pop song. Like, If you have all that yeah. knowledge, you just can't use it. There's no other way you're yeah. going to meet this person I think in a way that's remote. I think, I think Nick's right that you can like you can indulge a little bit. I think you write "Hey ya" and then just call it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because that's such a fun song. Like, oh, you're the "Hey ya" guy. Like, whatever happened? And then you that? can just retire. You're like, I've also actually secretly prevented like 35 murders through anonymous phone calls, but I didn't tell anyone about right. you. That's 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 what they learn. Yeah. Uh, that's like inside, what is it, early edition? What was that CBS show from the 90s? I don't know. I also was the showrunner of early edition. <laughs> I thought Anonymously. I had an idea for this show for a guy who gets information before other people do. <laughs> They'll never suspect that the man who created that show they're, in fact has that exact They're ripped power. from the headlines that never happened because I stopped the crimes <laughs> by putting them in this show one season earlier than they happened on my timeline. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my so, God. Oh, wow. So what if the actual you would show early edition then. was in fact <laughs> stopping real crimes that would have happened a year right. later but oh. now what nick just said is that what that what that's done though it's a tragic cycle that it's created copycat killers yeah oh shit it's basically final destination oh yeah, yeah. that murder's oh, happening patrick no matter watch what watch out you are but now final you're destination. the yeah yeah <laughs> i mean I, I think jake, I, jake was actually probably correct in the like try to be an honest version of yourself right and maybe the same reasons but you, i mean you can't cheat death you can't cheat fate your your life partner uh, who you love their final destination too now like you're just creating a, a chain yeah. where you're gonna get killed off in the opening scene of their sequel where they travel back in time to try and prevent your shit from happening yeah it's just it's bad all the way down yeah. um, unless you guys have a kid uh, who you somehow imbue with all of this knowledge and they break the cycle do you guys know or remember I did not re- know or remember this. That the lead of early edition was Kyle Chandler, coach from Friday Night Lights. Okay. That's, really? Yeah. That's really? crazy. Yeah. He is hiding in plain sight. We never knew. <laughs> <laughs> Theme music also by WG Snuffy Walden. Oh, Snuffy. Yeah. Of oh, Friday crazy. Night, of Friday, Friday Night Lights, Lights in West Wing. In West Wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. This show also starred Fisher Stevens of Short Circuit. <laughs> the white guy who played an Indian guy on Short Circuit. Huh. No. Yeah, yeah. Weird, like, brown hmm. face. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I feel like we're actually yeah. approaching yeah, finding a seam here. Yeah, like, um, there's, uh, there's hmm. something here. There's some, This show definitely was prescient <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Executive <laughs> produced by John Titor. Uh <laughs> Oh, Executive man. produced by Patrick. That's a deep cut. What was Titor? <laughs> that is familiar, but I can't. Titor was the guy that went on an internet forum in like 2003 and said, "I'm from the future. I'm here to warn you all um, that there's there there will be like World War Three like three years from now, and here's how exactly how it's going to happen, and here's us like a blueprint of my time machine device, and just then like went away for like a year, and then he came back." Yeah. And it was this crazy thing. That's right. Yeah. And he claimed he had predictions, and somehow that was yeah. like early enough in the. It was early enough in the, in the internet, internet that, that people that it actually yeah. became a thing instead of just yep nothing. Yeah. 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 Very strange. Man. Yeah. Yeah. John Titor, crazy pull. <laughs> funny, funny trivia fact about early edition: Fisher Stevens played a character named Chuck Fishman. So why? What? Okay, I don't know. Okay, that's anyway. true. He was definitely trying to hide, like, yeah. uh, not draw attention. Slash he looked hide. around at a sign. Like, and they'll yeah. never guess what's, what's <laughs> your name. My real name is 
Fisher Stevens, and my character's name is Chuck Fishman. They'll never guess. I, in fact, in a previous life, was a fish who knew everything. Who knew everything. <laughs> that really does seem like he just looked and saw a garbage man outside of a restaurant throw a bunch of, like, a, yeah. a b- <laughs> bucket true. of fish into the trash. Yeah. Uh, so Chuck, Chuck, uh, Chuck uh, Fishman. Uh, Fishman. Fishman. Mm. He threw it into the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> no one will believe dumpster's a real name. <laughs> Chuck Fishman. <laughs> I think we basically answered Patrick's question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do it, but if you do, do it. Like, go, right, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're out. Um, all right. Well, if you want to write us questions, ask us questions about anything, um, you can do so at questions at importantiftrue.com. Uh, we have some other email this week that is some follow-up to uh, topics that have come up in the run of this show to date. Jacob writes, I wanted to clear Jacob up a, Toothman. I wanted to clear up a common misconception about the average medieval person's dental health. The common thought is that without modern dentistry, the people of yore must have had half-rotted teeth falling out left and right, but this is simply not true. The most common cause of tooth decay is sugar. While natural sugars could be found in fruits and honey available to a medieval European, it was a very small portion of their diet, which consisted mainly of wheat, meat, and dairy. The high amount of calcium the medieval diet provided has ensured that, on the whole, people's teeth were strong and healthy. Archaeological surveys show only about 20% of skulls from the medieval period have signs of any tooth decay, compared to 90% of 20th century people. Medieval people did actually take care of their teeth. They would apply creams and herbs to cloths and wipe their teeth and gums to keep the teeth white and the breath fresh. So no offense, but if you went, if you three went back in time, a medieval person certainly would not be impressed by your sugar-rotted teeth. Dental care is something we cannot feel superior about compared to medieval Europe. We can, however, feel smug about our teeth compared to colonial and Victorian teeth as the influx of sugarcane into diets brought dental hygiene way down. Love the podcast and best wishes. So yeah, if you, if you had gone back to medieval times and tried to like flash your, your teeth, you would have been immediately hoisted. Yeah, like, inst- fucking hoisted inst- instant, they're like, like, oh, gross. Oh, gross. Look, and they're that? like, you would be hoisted by their fucking pearly, pearly whites. <laughs> you just see a close-up of just like the most pristine, like it's maybe a dirty face, but like the whitest, just most intact teeth just saying, hoisted. Hoisted. <laughs> it's like, hoist them. Yeah. Wait, Nix, what you 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 raised a finger uh, well, in the I, air as I, if I, as if to say hoisted. Well, I I feel like um uh, I have a slight rebuttal to the oh, the claim oh, that dental okay. care uh, was superior in the yeah. medieval. So I ran across just researching this just for fun. I ran across a thing that I did not know, uh, which is that I, I, I just plainly stated is the existence of the tooth worm. Have you heard of oh, the toothworm? What? No. Okay. See, say that so, more. The toothworm. The toothworm. One of them. Well, no. <laughs> the, it is. It the is a, legends have told. No, it is. There, okay, so there is a legend of the toothworm. Gross. Uh, and it was an ancient Sumerian text from 5000 <laughs> BC. Okay. <laughs> and what? No, it's real. Okay, I'm not making it up. Tell us the tale of the toothworm. The tale of the toothworm is that there's a toothworm that burrows into your tooth. Oh. And it's what causes pain, and so it was their explanation for why you were you, can get a you were getting a toothache. Oh, it's a toothworm. But, but and so this this basically was common knowledge until like the 19th Wait, century. When you say common knowledge, you mean the myth was no, 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 no. So so <laughs> it, uh, to remedy the toothworm, here's what they would do. Uh-huh. They would well one one potential uh, uh, remedy was to um, take. Uh, a specific herb and try to smoke the worm out 
by by like lighting it on fire and putting it in your mouth. Oh my god! But then it had the sort of like byproduct of uh, because the herb was a, like a mild narcotic, it would just numb your mouth, and so it seemed to work. And therefore, like, oh, it scared uh, the toothworm out. Oh wow! But then the other thing they would do is actually just pull, when they when you had like a tooth problem, they would pull the tooth out, but then also the nerve. Because oh, no. they, because they thought it was the worm. Oh no! And then the other thing they would do. Oh, the other no. thing they would do is if sorry, this is just I love this. It's my favorite thing. Oh god! Uh, the other thing they would do is oh. when they couldn't get the nerve, or you know, when the doctor or the dentist rather didn't know what he was doing, he would just like take a bunch of maggots and throw them in your mouth while you weren't looking, and be like, they're and then fight. pull them out and be like, oh look, it's the tooth worm. I oh I, shit! <laughs> so like wow, devious. All I'm saying is. Maybe I wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't want to go to a dentist in the 17th century because he might throw maggots. So in really, face. you'd hope that you just had a sort of sad, normal guy life where you ate that diet and your teeth were fine, and you <laughs> did not live anything resembling an extravagant life yeah. that would then lead you to having your teeth ripped out and have maggots thrown into your mouth because <laughs> you could afford to go to some f- f- crazy. Duh. God, medicine used to be awful. They remember yeah. that time when we were? Remember when we cautioned people about spiders a couple episodes <laughs> ago? And no one has any hangups about their teeth and about people throwing maggots into your mouth and pulling your nerves out of your teeth. Well, That's not a they thing. They didn't. I hate this. <laughs> I hate it. God. Anyway, what a nightmare. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, good thing that toothworms are not real. <laughs> I had something to say about what you were saying, but by the time you finished saying it, I, my brain had been exercised of all other thought, right. and now I can't it even remember. It was smoked out. And yeah, no, yeah, I was going to say, if you had a toothache, you would be actually, very distracted. Speaking of like putting using fire to like relieve mm. problems in your head, uh, a thing I learned is don't use ear candles. Okay. <laughs> That's actually bad. Don't do, I mean, I actually haven't done that, but I remember uh, okay. at one point I was in Seattle and I was about to fly back to... San Francisco, and I ended up having to go to emergency care because of a what seemed like an ear infection or a sinus mm-hmm. infection or something. And I called my doctor, and he's like, "Don't get on an airplane if you have that, because the pressure could mess Blow with your it." Drum or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to get like antibiotics and stuff. And I went to the the emergency care, and the the guy cleaned out my ears, which I'd never had done before. And there was all kinds of crap in there, just from like a, a lifetime of yep, not of having ear. them professionally. You know, yeah. I just used uh, Q-tips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Don't do that because yeah, you use a Q-tip, Q-tips. you're actually yeah. pushing everything into your. Even if it l- looks like you got a lot out, right. you're actually compacting yep. stuff. Um, and also, don't use ear candles, <clears throat> which a lot of people do because they think it's like going to melt, melt the earwax and come out. No, it's like the gross-looking stuff that falls out. That's a result of the flame." Like creating, mm. like it's not, you're not getting I more see. stuff out. You're creating problems and it's the side effect of those problems makes it look like you're getting stuff out, but you're, you're also not making it worse. And it's also dangerous because you could burn a hole in your eardrum. Yeah. So and it's like really come to me because what's in your ear actually is a worm that I can get out <laughs> with, with <laughs> my <laughs> patented technique. Well, I kind of felt like that, honestly, because I left having the guy basically like clean some stuff out of my ears with like a several hundred dollar you know, inpatient bill, uh, thanks to like the way our health system works, I right. guess. Uh, so I did basically feel like the modern day equivalent of the dentist who threw a bunch of worms in my mouth mm. and went, Hey, ta-da, I did it. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sure he did a perfectly fine job cleaning out my ear, but he didn't do that much. It was not that impressive. Right. Let's be honest. <sighs> uh, do you guys want to hear about Shazam. Oh, oh, I yeah. do. Jake is very excited about this, and I don't know what he's going to tell us. I am. Okay, us. so we talked about we talked about 
the stupid Shazam Kazam thing where there are people who who are convinced that uh, that there's a Sinbad movie called Shazam where he plays a genie that is similar to but wholly unrelated to the movie Kazam where mm-hmm. Shaq plays a genie mm-hmm. and or possibly I think one of the theories is that in fact only one of these movies exists, exists in, each, in universe. each universe yes yeah. this reader Ryan wrote in Ryan is one of my favorite people because Ryan <laughs> okay. Ryan wrote in believing having the same shared memory that a lot of people that are like he heard the stories about like oh there was that Shazam movie with Sinbad and was like yeah I remember that too he says my immediate reaction to the story was that I had seen this movie and uh, the very and the very reason I'd even heard the name Sinbad in the first place was because of it I have strong memories of thinking hmm Sinbad that's a weird name he sounds like a bad man I was about 10 <laughs> years old at the at the really at the alleged time I knew I wasn't confusing it with the existence of Kazam like some may have, but I felt these memories were close together timing-wise. I had two specific memories, one of an announcer saying Sinbad's name aloud, and the other of Sinbad exclaiming Shazam much like Kazam did. I wasn't about to fall prey to potentially false memories without a fight, so I did a little research. I started searching around for movie trailers for this alleged movie, focusing specifically on the voiceover announcer saying Sinbad's name. And what, what he did is he went and found because there's a weird subculture of this. I, yeah, he he went is. and found VHS intros to a bunch of childhood films looking for that trailer. Wow. And there's, there's a YouTube community of people who just upload like old VHS logos right. and old yeah, VHS yeah, yeah. pre-rolls and stuff. And what he found, he was led to the VHS pre-roll for the Disney VHS of Kazam and uh-huh. the featured trailer on it is for the Sinbad movie What First Kid where, oh, Sin- where Sinbad plays a Secret Service agent who has to protect a kid, and they get into all sorts of wacky hijinks because the kid is depressed, and Sinbad decides he's going to cheer him up by like them having a dance yeah, party and all this yeah. shit. And it has the announcer oh saying, God. "From Walt Disney Productions, Sinbad." Oh, so like, I think yeah. so, and like, there's people who have who've said like, "Oh, people are confusing Exclu- it with fucking exclusive scoop." Unimportant if true podcast. Yeah. yeah, I I've found people who've who have said that like oh well there's a there is so the the reverse of this is also true though which is on the Snopes page that the uh, the Kazam trailer is in front of First Kid, and and I don't think that's... really. I don't no, think no. You think that's not real? I, I no. I think that's true. Oh. But I think that what's the, this version of it, the flip, is a way more likely <laughs> cause that kids have memory of going. I'm going to watch the genie movie. They put it in. They hear a guy say Sinbad, yeah. and then like wacky jokes, and and, and then they that, don't really know who these people. Like, and they, then I think that yeah. that like just conflates all those things. And I mean, he specifically says, you know, it turns out Disney's first kid had a future preview on the VHS. This was the voiceover. My memory had had no doubt. My doubt is that somewhere later in life, after viewing this movie countless times, my brain eventually mixed these films together into its own hybrid yet separate from the Kazam film like you have a childhood memory of hearing Sinbad seeing a guy do some wacky jokes on this genie video and then over the course of your life you then also come across the poster and the ephemera from the shack movie and go I'm pretty sure that it's Sinbad I feel like this is it 100% that's incredible Yeah. yeah God, totally unlocked. Do you want to hear a little clip from this from the 90s trailer on this VHS cassette? Do you have it ready to go? Yeah, I do. All right, yeah. Uh, it's the most 90s-ass oh, shit I'm in, sure. the, in the world. Yeah. We got a perimeter breach. Are you crazy? I ain't doing nothing, but looks good. Walt Disney Home Video presents Sinbad. And sworn to protect. <laughs> sworn to serve. A little pelvic thrust. Try this. Uh. See it? Oh, they like that. They like that. Sworn to be wild. I'm a secret service agent. I'm not playing. Look out! There it is. You're a dancer, fool, man. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, so it movie. immediately goes from there yeah. into uh, into the actual Kazam. into mm. yeah, yeah. Obviously, we'll never be able to prove that that's true, but I feel like this is a huge piece of evidence that yep. every kid who wants to watch that fun genie movie literally had a voice say, "Walt Disney presents Sinbad" mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in front of it every time. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like Sinbad finally decided to say "fuck it" and w- is it was it college humor or funny or die? Yeah, I think. okay, college humor. This I think. this year on April Fools just put out a trailer yeah. for the real the the quote unquote real one of these as if it had existed and. It's it's very well done. VHS, mm-hmm. VHS degradation. It's also full of all sorts of Mandela effect other things, including like a newspaper on the kids in the kids' living room that says Nelson Mandela killed, and mm. the Berenstain Bears mm. book is is spelled incorrectly <laughs> uh, uh, in the in the in like the, the basement. Yeah, and we don't need to play a clip from it or anything, no, but we'll no, link it fine. in the show notes. Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh yeah. Also, uh, I forget to mention this often, but we have fairly exhaustive links to. Um, the list of what we discuss, links to much of it, and links to what we endorse, all in the show notes, which you can find on our website at importantiftrue.com, as well as uh, in the description of the podcast episode in whatever podcast app you use. Yep. So we always have that stuff there. All right, let's endorse. Let's do it. Nick, yeah. what do you have? I am going to endorse the Boston Cooler. What is that? <laughs> I didn't know what a Boston Cooler was. I didn't know it existed until uh-huh. last week. Uh, but in fact, I've been eating them all Is my that like life. A sex act? No, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> I mean, eating a Boston cooler all my life I had no idea that it was called a Boston cooler. A Boston cooler <laughs> okay. is, um, to me, what a it's a Verner's float. Um, and if you don't know what Verner's is, this is just another like shameless Detroit food plug. And if you it's don't know what right? it is a float is, yeah. uh, it's a Cincinnati rooster. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what that is. It's a robot uh, that, <laughs> the, that, that yells, yells at you at and you. says, eat, the, eat a Boston cooler. Uh, <laughs> and then you're stuck on a loop forever, but you know so much more. Right, right. Uh, no, everybody knows what a root beer float is. They're delicious, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I will maintain that the Werner's float is superior. That sounds like you um, said I mole man. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> a mole man? Anyway. Uh, is this like a Minneapolis mole man? Because I've been having those my whole life, <laughs> but I didn't know that it was related to this other thing. Yeah, from yeah. the root beer float, of course, the famous drink of root beer West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so it's ginger ale and ice cream. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> But it has to be Verner's. You can't just use regular ginger so ale. Verner's is work. a ginger ale. Verner's yeah. is a barrel-aged ginger okay. ale. That's oh, wow. just, it's, it's got it's, a sort of like winking gnome on its It has a little winking can. gnome. Uh, you, it's, a, it's a green and, and sort of gold can. It's, it's very distinct. You can get it. At a lot of supermarkets. You can, you can get it at a lot of supermarkets in most states. It's harder to find in some areas. Anyway, uh, it's very, very good. The combination of vanilla ice cream and Verner's, you wouldn't, uh, I guess I'm doing like weird Sunday plugs, but I, I don't know why, yeah. but but it's it's really good. I don't think a lot of people know that it exists. Uh, just pour a can of Verner's on some vanilla ice cream and then uh, dr- and eat it. It's it's delicious. It f- sort of foams up. It kind of becomes like a, a yeah, frothy like a ginger foam. Yeah, 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 it's delicious. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't think to do it unless you knew it was a thing. So I'm endorsing it. Good. Damn it. No. Yeah. That's good. That's a good endorsement. You're you're really into these like really specific regional food recommendations, or you have to go like pay close attention to the thing. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a whole. I, I yeah. I got like ten, ten of them just sa- you know saved up. So no, get, I mean, get fucking I, I, ready. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Nick, as a follow up to as sort of because of what you endorsed this week, it reminds me of a forum post someone made about last week's endorsement from I Have a Shrink Ray on the Idle forums. Uh, 
who says, I am de-lurking for a moment to talk about the endorsements on this episode. I have now tried all three. Uh, Something True is a delightful podcast, and I'm already hoping there will be a season two beyond this initial run. That was a our podcast on our network mm. we endorsed last week, Something True, um, .net. He continues, I am too weak both morally and physically to continue to attempt the cold shower capper. And I bought the Saunders fudge. I went for the dark chocolate flavor, some Spanish peanuts, and some vanilla ice cream. Nice. Those ingredients combined are a treat for the mouth and a balm for the soul. Uh, Thank you, Nick Brecken. You're welcome. Thank you. That makes me so happy. (laughs) Sent from my shoehorn. (laughs) (laughs) So I am endorsing buckwheat tea, also called soba tea. Oh. Yeah. We, uh, when we, Sarah and I were in Japan um, last October, uh, we, you know, we drank a lot of tea and the one that just really stuck with us is buckwheat tea. Mm. The smell is just like intoxicating. It's wonderful. It is, it smells so nice and it makes the experience of drinking it really enhanced. You know, I mm. mean, smell is like a huge component of yeah. taste. It's like enhanced tea. It is. It's great. It's just, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a grain, basically, and yeah. you just pour boiling water over it and uh, make it the same way you'd make any other tea. Um, but it has a, it just has a very unique sort of hearty smell and taste that is quite different from um, black tea or, or green teas. And it's not expensive. You can just get it in bulk. We, I just ordered it in just a, you know, a big, like, unremarkable bag from Amazon with no, like, branding, really, or anything on it. It's just, mm-hmm. like, you know... Sold in bulk, you could probably find it at, at certain supermarkets. I would, I would imagine, um, and uh, you know, it's it's just a really nice thing to have uh, in the evening, especially if you don't want something caffeinated, but you still want that like nice hot drink, mm-hmm. heartiness, you know, sort of like comforting thing you get from a cup of tea or coffee, but you know, without the the charge you're going to get from caffeine, and it's great. Nice, I love it. Yeah, buckwheat tea, I endorse it heartily. Cool. Yeah. Jake, what uh, is your endorsement? I am going to endorse some free entertainment. Um, okay. There's an animation collective online called the Late Night Work Club. It's um, a, Oh, you've shown this to me before. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a group of, of independent, I guess, non-commercial animators. Like the name Late Night Work Club implies it's people – like their slogan is in the dark we build. And it, the implication mm. is people who come yeah, home sure. from their That's day job time, yeah. and animate. And they um, – They've put out two compilations over the years. Like they're they're years apart, presumably because it takes these takes people tons of time to make them. Yeah. Um, they put out one, uh, s- one sort of basically film festival in a box called Ghost Stories, and then uh, in December of last year they put out one called Strangers. They're each uh, a collection of animated short films, and they're they're fantastic. Like they're animation ass animation. Like I know when you think free online people make animation, you think of like sort of flash tweened whatever mm-hmm. sort of like sure. low rent this is like the, the stylistic variation is huge the just animation is really expressive and interesting the stories are are great um each of the collections is under an hour but there's they're you know 45 minutes to an hour long so it's like you could basically between those two videos the compilations are 45 minutes to an hour yeah so you can give wow. yourself basically a full two hour like animation festival of the Crazy. of the collected work of these of, people like different styles and yeah different and it's, it's yeah. all you know yeah different the, different people inside of this group sort of either 
completed or led the production of a bunch of short short films that they then stitched together into these into these compilations. Um, What's it called again? Uh, the group is called Late Night Work Club. Yeah, and the first one is called Ghost Stories, and the second one's called Strangers. I heard about it because. Um, uh, an animator named Scott Benson, who was the writer and art director of the game Night in the Woods that came out, was mm-hmm. uh, either a, the founder or a founding member of this and had a short film in the first one. Mm. Um, cool. But yeah, it's it's a good just collection of interesting stuff. If you like animation and don't know where to find more of it like that, like it's it's a good it's a good yeah. thing to look at. Awesome. That's cool. Yep. Cool. All right. Good endorsements. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's Important If True. If you have any questions for us, quandaries you're struggling with, uh, questions from your life, uh, weird things you want us to be aware of, you can send those to questions at importantiftrue.com. You can find our website at importantiftrue.com, and it has links to our Twitter and our Facebook and how to subscribe to the show on your podcast reader of choice. Um. And if you do like the show, tell a friend. It really means a lot to us. It's the main, well, pretty much the only way we have to spread the show. If you do like the show and you would like an ad-free version of it, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash idle thumbs. We do stuff in addition to the yes. ad-free thing. If you um, if you get a little deeper into the Patreon, we're st- we send out monthly postcards which have increasingly elaborate and interconnected content on them we also do a monthly stream called the ruination stream where you can submit topics that we are forced to discuss for uh however long we choose to um and we also are putting that out as a as a monthly podcast sort of bonus episode on the main idle thumbs video game feed Mm -hmm. so um, if you want to participate in us sending you esoteric stuff that becomes increasingly interconnected or ruining our lives for a couple minutes uh, <laughs> once a month, please we, also consider backing for that purpose. We just sent out, just uh, yesterday actually at the time we're recording this, the latest round of podcasts which or postcards, which means by the time you hear this, if you're a postcard subscriber, you may well have already received yours. And there is a, there is a story being told, courtesy of Nick, that is starting to branch, and I am... Very excited about people getting more of these postcards over the coming months. Um, so that's at patreon.com slash idle thumbs. And that is it for our show. For Idle Thumbs, I am Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Don't say stay spicy. Don't we'll do it. We'll be back next no. week. No. Stay spicy. Fuck you. <laughs>